Welcome to the Sports Forecasters Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. This podcast has been created not to dwell and over-evaluate what has already happened in the sports world, but to predict and to forecast what has yet to come. From game picks to draft picks, and from trades to free agent signings, we will let you know what happens before it happens. Your hosts, Nick and Nate, will evaluate, study, and understand sports patterns, tendencies, and nuances to better prepare you on what to expect, just like Weatherman, but way more accurate. So if you like to pick games or you simply just want to be in the know before anybody else, you are in the right place. Enjoy the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Sports Forecasters. I'm your host, Nick Alvarez. Today's show, we're going to go through March Madness, looking at the matchups we have coming up, what changes I need to make on my picks, and what I see going forward into this tournament. Then we're going to look at NFL trades. The landscape of the NFL has certainly changed quite a bit since the last time we talked about it, when we talked about some of the quarterbacks being moved around. Plenty more has happened there. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the March Madness. At the time of this recording, it is before any of the games happen of the Sweet 16 heading into Elite Eight. So the things I say today will not hold up when this is released on Friday, but that's just how things are going. So to start things off in the West, my West bracket right now is looking good for my Sweet 16 heading into Elite Eight. I have Gonzaga versus Arkansas, Texas Tech versus Duke. And I'm going to stick with that bracket. I'm not going to do a whole lot to change it. No reason to. Just hope it all pans out. I have Gonzaga beating Arkansas and then Texas Tech beating Duke. I like Texas Tech's defense, even though they can be inept offensively. Duke sometimes falls in their own lapses offensively. So I think that balances out. And Texas Tech ends up beating Duke to meet Gonzaga for the Elite Eight. With Gonzaga still being my pick for a national champion, I'm going to stick with them because why go against it? Moving on to the East. This is where the most shakeup has happened from what I have, from what I had originally. Originally, I had Baylor making it one more round to take on UCLA. And then really, quite honestly, I waffled between North Carolina and Baylor, but I just gave Baylor the champion's edge and convinced myself to not pick North Carolina. So my mistake there. Congratulations to the Tar Heels for, for being able to pull off that upset. And UCLA... I had them going against Baylor by this point. Now I'm looking at North Carolina versus UCLA. Despite UCLA's star player having an ankle concern or a sprained ankle, I think he's going to give it a go, and I think it's going to be enough to be effective for it. So I do give the nod to UCLA beating North Carolina here. North Carolina has had a great run. I just think sometimes they can't figure out who's going to be the guy for their team and they don't seem to flow well when they're searching and trying to piece it together as quickly as they can. On the other side of the East bracket, we got Purdue versus St. Peter's. St. Peter's destroyed many brackets, mine included, by taking out Kentucky, my final one of my final four teams. That was quite the blow to get on the first day of the tournament. And so with Kentucky being out and seeing St. Peter's marching their way, seeing Purdue this is where St. Peter's run ends. As much as 
everyone wants to root for their underdog and have them go. I don't see them getting past Purdue here. I think Purdue marches on to meet UCLA for the Elite Eight matchup. And in that Elite Eight matchup, I think Purdue's length is going to disrupt what UCLA wants to do. Yes, UCLA is long, but Purdue is a scoring, can be a scoring machine. And I think they're going to generate enough points and get the Big Ten to get some Final Four representation this year. So I have Purdue beating UCLA in my Elite Eight matchup. Moving on to the South region. In the South region, not going to do any change at the top of it. I have Arizona still beating Houston. Michigan, a team I had not winning their first round matchup, has went on to win two games in this tournament. But I think it ends here against Villanova. Villanova hasn't been anything juggernaut-like, but they have done enough to win. And I think they do that again here and they stay pat. Having Arizona and Villanova meet up with their Elite Eight matchup going to stick with Arizona. I have them going to the Final Four, so not going to change a whole lot there. With Michigan beating Tennessee and pulling up the upset like Mark had called in a previous episode, I think Michigan's hot streak ends here and Villanova ends up advancing to face Arizona where I believe Arizona ends up winning it and winning the South region. Moving on to the Midwest, Kansas, Kansas will beat Providence in my opinion. Moving on to see who takes against who goes against Miami and Iowa State. Iowa State, most certainly no one really saw. They weren't sure what they're going to get with them and how far they're going to go. I really thought Wisconsin was going to be this team at this point instead of Iowa State, but all for naught. So Iowa State versus Miami. Miami, I wasn't that I thought Miami would make this far. I just didn't. I picked Auburn to go this far, but sometimes they get too... Too much into slashing in the lane, making drives, and they came up short against Miami. So with Iowa State and Miami, really for me, this is a coin toss, but I'm going to go with Miami. I'm going to give ACC some love. I already have Duke losing on the other side in North Carolina. So I'm going to say Miami ends up winning this in facing Kansas, who ends up winning the Midwest. So if things stay how I'm saying, We'll have Arizona and Kansas on one side meeting each other in the Final Four. On the other side, we'll have Gonzaga and Purdue meeting up. But we'll see how that all shakes up. By the time this is released, Gonzaga-Arkansas game will be played. Texas Tech and Duke will be played. Villanova-Michigan and Houston and Arizona will have played their games by the time this episode releases. Moving on to the NFL season, which seems to become keen every which way we go. Every time a big event's going on that is not football, they always seem to have the biggest news pop up. And this week and last week, there have been a slew of different things going on. And so we're going to make sense of what happened. I'm going to talk about the different trades or signings that happen with different teams and what does this translate for them is this an upgrade downgrade or they just stayed on par if i had to go through each of these moves again adam's huge upgrade for the raiders hill big upgrade for the dolphins i just question if two is going to get it to him armstead also signing with the dolphins big upgrade for them again will to be able to take advantage of the gifts given to him chiefs downgrade with the receiving core Marquez, Valdez-Scantlin, possibly signing there, but they only have Smith-Schuster and Gordon there with Kelsey. I think Kelsey sees a lot more 
double coverage than what he may have already saw. And so I think the Chiefs flounder quite a bit, especially in a division that looks like everyone else is upgrading. The Browns, for now, wide receiver, I feel like they took a sidestep with what they did. And for quarterback, I'm going to say they took half a step to a full step backwards until we know how that Watson situation is going to go. I'm not as optimistic as probably their front office is about how he's going to go or when he's going to go, I should say, because of the whole legal situation that's waiting ahead of him. Baker gets cut, and I think he gets picked up at some point, but unfortunately I don't think a trade's going to happen unless some kind of injury happens. But before an injury happens, I would imagine the Browns end up cutting him. The Colts picking up Matt Ryan is going to be an upgrade for them just based off of how last season ended with their quarterback situation. Mariota going with the Falcons. I hope Mariota does well, but it's going to be a step backwards. They're just getting ready to, they're getting ready for their draft of 2023. Trubisky going with the Steelers. A slight step back, but only the only reason it's a slight step back is because of how Big Ben was playing towards the end of his tenure with the Steelers. And the Woods pick for the Titans, I didn't really give a grade for this, but I would say I would say a neutral step. With Julio Jones being out as much as he was this last season, not at full health, I think if with the ACL injury not being as daunting as it once was in the late night, late to mid nineties, I think that this could be I think it could be an upgrade because of what Julio wasn't able to do week in and week out. Robert Woods has a long career of doing well. Not that Julio didn't, but I'm going to say a slight step forward if Woods can get himself back in order and healthy, which all signs seem to point to that. Otherwise, trade wouldn't have happened. And then last but not least, the Rams signing Allen Robinson. I would say... I would say it was a neutral move. Uh, it offset you losing Robert Woods. Allen Robinson definitely has big shoes to fill because Robert Woods knew that system forwards and backwards and did a lot of the big parts for it when Cup would be out or different situations would bring itself. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. So those are all the big moves with the NFL. I took a look at the NCAA March Madness and did my repicks. Again, I have the West with Gonzaga winning it. Tech beating. I have Gonzaga and Tech beat, meeting each other in the Elite Eight with Gonzaga winning. I have UCLA and Purdue meeting with Purdue winning that one. I have Arizona and Villanova facing each other with Arizona winning. And then Kansas and Miami facing each other with Kansas getting the nod there. We'll have to see how those March Madness picks pick out, pan out. And so with that being said, We'll see if the NFL brings out any more news about anything going on because they seem to be beyond king, even their offseason. But enjoy the March Madness tournament, folks. Baseball season is about to begin. NFL is in full bloom with their offseason moves. A lot of exciting things. NBA is about to enter playoffs. So enjoy sports while you can. If your weather permits, enjoy the weather out there. That's going to wrap up this episode of Sports Forecasters. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Nick Alvarez, and we'll see you next time.